This series is coming out of a genuine love for the local church. We've served in the local church, and we truly believe that the church at its best is the answer to a lot of the issues facing our communities and the world. Yeah, so just to get it out of the way, we know there will always be problems between light and dark. We know that the world will hate the truth and the life because we saw what happened on Calvary. However, there are things that the church has consistently done and is still doing to harm the witness of Christians. And if we can't be accountable to the cross and to each other, we will continue to reap the rightful judgment of our actions from a sinful world. So let's get into it. Stains on the church. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today we are talking about... We talk about people being rude. That was rude. You just cut me off. I wasn't trying to cut you off. I was just trying to get... Anyway, <laughs> uh, we are talking about rudeness and how it is a stain on the church. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But before we get into it, because we're going to get into it a little bit, um, those of you watching the video may see a little bit of a difference from our location. Those of you listening may hear a little bit of a uh, difference in the audio quality. Yes, but only if you've ever watched or listened before. If this mm-hmm. is your first time you're probably like, who are these people in a hotel room somewhere? <laughs> Just so you know, we're not in a hotel room. We actually are. Um, we're at work, actually. Yeah, we're at, we're at work. Normally we'd have this, off duty. this day we're, off. We're not doing this like on um, the clock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell our supervisor. No. Um, no, normally we'd have this time off to record multiple episodes mm-hmm. that we would be able to edit and have ready for you. Um, that's the glorious thing about time off. However, this week our rotation changed. And so we're yeah. actually required to be on duty. It's going to be what? 24 days. If things don't change, if things if don't, don't change, if they it'll don't be, give us a random break. It'll, it'll be, be like 24 days solid on duty on duty. Tw- um, 16 of those will be 24 hour shifts. Yes. So not complaining at all. It's no. a wonderful thing, but because good. of that, we have to adapt mm-hmm. to be able to continue bringing you the content that we're committed to bringing you because so, we love y'all and we right. want to be here every week and we don't want to be rude that's the whole that's point right. of this episode we don't want to be rude like most people okay we're not like <laughs> you're most saying people. most people are rude what about, so that means most of our listeners then i didn't say you just them. isolated our listeners how rude is that <laughs> let's get into it so rudeness abounds i just want to share a quick uh story about rudeness okay and the faith so <laughs> we were gifted a cruise oh. once upon a time and Beautiful. it was nice. It was a really good time. Um, God bless those people that blessed us with those those tickets because it was great. We just got to go and enjoy. Um, but this was a Christian cruise. And so everyone on board was there to hear the Christian artists, to hear the, the Christian teachers, mm-hmm. proclaim the word of God. Um, everything there was supposed to be focused on God. And I remember we were on uh, whatever the deck is that they serve food, whatever that is called. Um, so we're there to the eat. Lido deck. The Lido, that's right. How did you Lido remember that? I don't that's know. Awesome. I just remember hearing the announcements. The Lido. Dinner deck. is served on the Lido deck. Yes. Yeah, so whatever that, if you know what the Lido means, go ahead and drop that in the comments. <laughs> um, so we were on the Lido deck and this lady or person, this person, um, cut in front of me as I was pushing our, t- our, not even toddler, our infant mm-hmm. in the stroller, um, to get to the buffet. And then as we were in the buffet line, 
uh, a couple people ahead started arguing with one of the servers. I was like, what do you mean there's no more ranch? Yeah, so like it's crazy if you've ever been on a cruise. We, we had never been on one never. prior to this. And haven't been but since. we learned some things from observing the employees and talking to some of them that they actually do ration out some of the things mm-hmm. while you're on the boat because you're on a boat. Man, I'm on a boat. <laughs> you can't just stop for ranch yeah. if you need it. And so like they keep a certain amount and they only put certain amounts out at each meal, meal when yeah. there's salad being served. Well, this particular patron wasn't having it, did not approve of this method and wanted their ranch. And here's the thing, as they were chewing out this poor person from another country who mm-hmm. was serving the salad, um, this person was being very gracious and trying to explain being very kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this uh, believer, right. Was being so, rude it was rude it was so straight up ridiculously rude that it actually got us questioning like how do people because not everybody that works on this ship is a believer Mm -hmm. how do they view these cruises Mm -hmm. and come to find out from a friend of ours who actually worked on the cruise ship they don't like them these christian cruises are known for being rude and known for not tipping and known for not like being super entitled Yes. And and being arrogant and uh, wanting everything to happen in an instant. Mm-hmm. And the people who work on these cruise ships would much rather it be a gambling, drinking mm-hmm. booze fest because at least the people are nicer. Yeah, that, And that's not our words. These no. are from the people who actually worked on the cruise. And if you've ever waited tables, what's the worst time you never want to wait tables? Sunday. Sunday after, after church. church. Nobody wants to wait tables when they're waiting a bunch of rude Christians. Mm-hmm. Y'all, what are we doing when we're staining the church like that? Yeah, I'm not going to say staining the gospel because the gospel can't be stained. I saw a right. quote that I thought was really good. It says the gospel's never in danger mm-hmm. um, because the gospel can defend and stand on its own. That's right. But y'all, we're, we're doing something to the image of the church yeah. when we're going around being rude to folk. Yeah, and it's not, rudeness is different than like certain things that, all human beings are prone to like rudeness is a different level of disrespect. It's a different level of like being mean, even like rudeness is like, it's impolite. You know, somebody cuts you off in traffic that like, that's rude. Um, But when you're in the grocery store and somebody cuts in front of you and doesn't apologize or acknowledge you, that's just straight up rude. And so many, we have so many friends or colleagues who will, encounter these things in traffic or in the parking lot or in the grocery store and most of the time they'll say you know what i bet they're a christian Mm. and when they see the fish on the back of the car or they see the blessed or whatever it's a hashtag Hashtag saved um it just is something they expect it's not just that like not of this world (laughs) it's not just that they're like oh they were rude to me and they're a christian oh wow it's an instant Oh, you're, I bet you're a Christian too. Oh yeah. I and bet you pray to Jesus too. And if you've gone back and what? I don't know my, why my gone words Gone back stuck. in time? If you get gone to bake. If you go back and listen to our um, episode on nationalism, a lot of times people who are being rude and arrogant about uh, hyper-politicized things, mm-hmm. um, they get lumped into the church and that rudeness starts to be associated with the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And it's a terrible, terrible witness. Yeah. Because how can you witness to anyone 
anyone who doesn't know Jesus, um, when their first encounter with you or your group or your party or your people that you hang out with is that you're a bunch of entitled, arrogant, um, cheap, like rude people. Mm -hmm. Like what does that do for Jesus? Yeah. Because there's a, there's a quote and who knows who actually said it, right? Some people say Gandhi said it. Some people say Bill Maher said it. Um, but it's, I said it. Just say I said it. I, Kylie said it. It's it was her quote. I don't know why she said this. She owned up to it before I even said. I it. heard it from Gandhi. The quote is, "I'm stinky." Just kidding. <laughs> the quote is, um, "I love your Christ, but I don't like your Christians." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's this idea of looking at Jesus, the image of Christ. Um, Jesus is Christ, but I'm saying looking at the image of Christ, mm -hmm. and then comparing the people who say they re reflect that image, yeah. and being like, uh. I don't know. Jesus didn't seem rude to me. Yeah. And we misunderstand some of the things that Jesus did as him being rude or him being like cutthroat. Telling it like, like it is. Tell, Jesus just telling it like it is. And there is an element of Jesus's ministry that for sure was like, is it blasphemous to say it was BA? Like there's some things he did. Bad as what? Bad as all get out. There we go. Um, like over. flipping over tables and like whipping people out of the church. But it wasn't rude. He, he called out. <laughs> he the, was polite about he it. He called the Pharisees. Pardon son, me, sir. <laughs> he called the Pharisees sons of hell. Straight up. That wasn't rude. A den of vipers. Yeah, like he was doing it out of a sense of truth and understanding his mission and the commitment to that mission and the integrity of who he was. It was out of his character. It was not out of wanting to cause a reaction to someone or to put someone in their place and so often yeah. in the church the rudeness that comes is to put someone in their place is to make a jab at somebody is to assert oneself in dominance in the situation um out of insecurity jesus never operated out of insecurity he never. never operated to put someone in their place other than to put god in his rightful place come on and so this this uh weird like ism in the church of being rude and telling it like it is and using mm -hmm. that as a cover up sorry i'm like preaching now using no, that as on. a cover for gospel ministry no 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 no. we got to no, stop no, that no, no no that's not what it is what it's not your ministry rudeness is not a fruit of the spirit it ain't it just really like niceness ain't. isn't a fruit of the spirit okay so let's talk about that so <laughs> people think the opposite of being rude is being nice um False. It's a myth. Nice and kind are two different things. You can be kind to someone and, and speak truth and love. Mm -hmm. But being nice is trying to avoid all sense of conflict. Being nice is trying to say the, the ism, say the polite thing, mm -hmm. the quote unquote polite thing in order to socially seem like you're cool with somebody. Mm -hmm. When all the while you can be you can be nice to somebody by being like, oh, hi. Yeah, technically, I was nice to them, yeah. but no, you were, that, but was, that rude. was rude. But you can still be rude and be nice. Yes, and honestly, I have not seen that nearly as often. Often, okay. As, well, just general rudeness. As, um, uh, how can I say this without being rude? Um, Ooh. I know. Catch 22. I know, it's, I really have to be. I, I think I think that there is a certain <laughs> maturity level. There we go. There's a maturity level maturity. that defaults to rudeness. Yeah. Um, 
and it and it has nothing to do with age. I think it's because it's a defense mechanism. Like mm-hmm. I think rudeness defend is a way that we defend our our pride. Mm-hmm. It's a way that we defend our um, our insecurities, our ignorance, our ignorance. Yeah, because if I can attack you, mm-hmm. then I'm no longer under the microscope. Mm, yeah, and it's so a, it's and it almost like at times rudeness can devolve into like bullying. Oh yeah, like easily. just a straight up like like asserting dominance over someone mm-hmm. um, through insults or through disparaging comments and different things, and that like it's not foreign to, to the church. It's something that Christians yeah. have become very comfortable in doing. And I think it starts in the small things of like those people mm-hmm. or people who do that or people who think this way or people who, yeah. and lumping people into a group and then dehumanizing people to the point that, well, now what I'm saying, it's not about people. Like I'm not talking yeah. about people. And honestly, like we encountered this not that long ago on social media, there was a like, some Christian people, mm-hmm. some church going folks that um, we know had shared something that was really rude. Yeah, it was pretty and insensitive. It and was pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. And like, of course, in my own way, like I, oh, I still have my mask on. That's crazy. <laughs> we have to wear masks at work. Um, in my own way, I made it known that I was like, this is garbage. This, this whole Hot thing is garbage. garbage. But the responses that came from it, Mm -hmm. were just pure rudeness straight up there was nothing in it that was justifiable it was just purely i'm going to be rude and and mean and nasty and i'm going to say what i want to say and then when held accountable to the like Mm -hmm. oh for for christians like that's not cool yeah i'm gonna turn it back to well only god can judge me (laughs) we gonna have another episode about that one day only god can judge me yeah only god can judge you that's not better be careful about that judgment right (laughs) Um, but no, I think what you're saying about the, the Christians displaying rudeness, Mm -hmm. um, is so commonplace that it doesn't even feel foreign in a church to experience rudeness. No. Like in the sanctuary of God, Mm -hmm. you experience people being just downright inconsiderate, downright, um, just full of themselves, uh, not caring about anybody else's feelings, not worried about promoting the gospel of grace, but more worried about um, building up their little empire, their little kingdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so being rude is is part of what comes with operating in carnality. Mm, because when you're, yeah. when you're operating in the flesh, um, rudeness is the language of that, right? Yeah. Because I, d- I don't care about how you feel if I feel that you violated some standard or some uh, value that I'm, I'm holding. Mm-hmm. And that value could be my position in church, that value could be uh, my position in line, how much ranch I want, like whatever, whatever my value system is. Yeah. Uh, if I feel like you've insulted that or you stepped on that line, then my response, of course, I'm going to be rude. And I've even yeah. heard Christians say, um, and these are uh, self-proclaimed mature Christians because mm. baby Christians. Yeah. Y'all still learning. You know, we, we gonna have grace for y'all. But these self-proclaimed mature Christians saying things like, well, yeah, I know that was rude, but, but they, but it always goes back to the other person. And, and yeah. it's, I mean, that's as old as the garden. Oh, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> the woman you gave me, listen, God, I'd have been cool, but uh, like, if only they would have kept their mouth shut, I wouldn't <laughs> have had to say what I said. And it's like, hold on hold the phone. And our rudeness, just like any other, 
a minor sin. Like we can look at people and say, that's, <laughs> that's kind of a minor sin. Like being rude to people is not a huge deal. But there's always, like it's always a symptom of something much deeper. Yeah. Just like vanity, you know, it's like, oh, well, they like, they like themselves a lot. Well, that's a symptom of something much, much deeper mm-hmm. in the heart. And I think rudeness, if we really examine those instances, and, and we can all think of situations where I know I've been tempted to respond rudely. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, I have a choice. Um, and usually that choice boils down to which way is more important to me. Yeah. My way or the way of grace, the way or of love. Yahweh. Sorry, I had, I had to do it. I had to do it. But so no, that's cheesy. A, so cheesy. <laughs> uber cheesy. My bad, y'all. Um, but no, that's uh, a good question. Which way do I want to operate my life? Do yeah. I want to live the way God has called me to live, or do I want to live according to the flesh? The flesh, the world standards. Because I mean, and it's justified in the world. The world says, "Do what you feel," mm-hmm. on so many levels. But, 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 but they say, "Do what you feel." Until a Christian does that, then they call Christians out for hypocrisy. Because Christians are held to a higher standard. So believer, even though you're operating around um, fleshly people mm-hmm. and they're saying things like, oh, follow your heart. And you just want to do it. Make you feel God. That um, was rude. That wasn't good. That wasn't rude. That's how this imaginary person talks. Oh, okay. I wasn't making fun of them. Okay. This is an imaginary person in my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so if this imaginary person is talking to you like that, um, the second you step out and you operate in, in that worldview they're going to slam you with Mm -hmm. with hypocrisy because Mm -hmm. being a christian means you live to a different standard it means that you are called higher Mm -hmm. it means even when they're rude we can't be rude yes like it and it's very hard super difficult it's hard especially when you're dealing with a maturity level Mm -hmm. that is very low (laughs) um i'm i really am trying to say this in in a way that's not rude no i got you but I think the hardest thing for me lately, especially, has been just blatant rudeness, mm-hmm. like to my face. Mm-hmm. And not I'm only, trying to do better. Not only having <laughs> from this guy, no, <laughs> not only having the standard of where we work and the, the culture and the mission that we the live under, professional code that we live by, mm, that's good. but the higher code and calling of being a believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's like double whammy for me of conviction. Anytime I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I want to tell you about yourself. I got some things to I say. I have things that I want to express to you. Yeah. And I know I could do it in a way that's nice, mm-hmm. but is rude. Super rude, yeah. And it is so hard. But I will, I will tell you, like the times where I choose not to give into my flesh, mm-hmm. I have felt so much more free. Yeah. And I think that goes back, like psychology proves that, mm-hmm. that there's nothing beneficial that comes from tearing other people down. Mm, yeah. Like there's nothing yeah. beneficial about being rude. Mm-hmm. There's nothing beneficial because even in the moment when you're like, oh, I, I got to tell them or I cut them off or I, you know, flipped them the bird, whatever. Like when you're choosing rudeness, it actually, you actually dwell on that instance longer mm-hmm. and you operate in that, that emotionality mm-hmm. for longer yeah. as opposed to just processing letting go moving on because yeah. when you when you're able to do that especially in Christ you're able to trust him with the outcome or you're able to trust him with uh, other people's reactions um then that freedom that you're talking about is so it's almost tangible mm-hmm. like because then you can see the other people 
later on walking around grumpy and still being rude. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, I feel great. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not even worried about them. Yeah. It's definitely like there's a shift that happens and it has to happen. It's only by the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. It's internally before it ever shows it shows itself outwardly um, and relationally. But this is something we don't teach in church. We do not teach our people how to not be rude. And I think it's because there's not a Bible verse or a chapter in the Bible about like how to not be rude. We have a lot of things instructing on, on what not to do and what to do. But yeah. sometimes that language, even of saying like, look, don't be rude. No, you don't need to use sarcasm when you talk to people. You don't need to yeah. be snarky when you say, these are, this is the language and the vernacular of today mm-hmm. that people will understand like, oh, that's what the Bible's talking about when it says, let, what is it? Let, um, let your conversation be seasoned with salt. Mm-hmm to preserve life and to seize, like to, to bring flavor out of something. And it's so hard when you're, when you're dealing with, you're working with, or you are encountering people who are really unseasoned. Yeah. And they're like, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just, it's raw. Mm -hmm. This is just raw emotion, raw flesh, raw everything. Okay. You need to salt it. It's going to be really hard but you need to speak some things and you need to be present in this situation to be salt, to preserve what is good here. I I wasn't ready for you to bring I wasn't ready like for that, that to come like, on why me would you either. I want to not do that. Y'all, just to be real, like there's nothing about the Christian walk that is just super easy. And that what you just said, as simple as this topic is rudeness, like you're probably watching this like, dang, y'all got real deep talking about rudeness. But as simple as it's that a real is, thing, it is. And it stains the church. And it also demonstrates a stain in our heart. Yeah. And when you take the um, the mantle of believer and you take that that charge of being salt and light, then exactly what you just said, like it's our responsibility when presented with uh, curses to not curse. Yeah. Right. Jesus said yeah. we're supposed to bless. And the yeah. the stain that is presented like there's so many gimmicks Mm -hmm. on how to reach the lost right Mm. you can do all these things you can do events you can do giveaways you can do sorry it's the door (laughs) guys over knocking on the closet i thought somebody was at the door i'm like what is going on um but like you can do all these things to try to trick people into walking in the door of the church only to be met with hard-hearted, stiff-necked, rude mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then they walk out the back door. Whereas, or the front door. Or the front door. Or they just tell people like it is, and then they leave, and everybody's like, oh, what's wrong with them? You're a jerk. That's what's wrong with them. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think for us as believers, it's so important for us to know that operating in love, like what Jesus said um, through his word about how we're supposed to love one another, one another that's not how that word's spelled. Not one another, one e another, e another, and it's enough. <laughs> um, I said enough, just so everybody knows. There's an f at the end, of that. not an s. Um, but what Jesus calls us to is to operate in love, and in that love, we will see hearts change. Yeah, in the way we demonstrate grace, in the way we demonstrate relationality, mm-hmm. um, people will then see us and be like. Oh man, I don't know why they always say these bad things about Christian because this one's awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, we've seen that happen where somebody will build a bond with a believer mm-hmm. that you won't see as like logical. Yeah. It's like that person is 
completely lost and this person is a saintly person, Mm -hmm. but somehow they'll connect and there'll be kindness shown and there'll be um, a genuine relationship built that's not just like you need to come to church, but like a real caring about a person. Yeah. And then sometime later that lost individual comes to trust in Jesus because of that relationship that could have been um, tainted due to rudeness. Mm -hmm. And I think it's easy to like pass the buck Mm -hmm. with our rudeness because, you know, somebody may say, and a lot of people say things like this. You may have heard it, you know, that's the reason I don't go to church. It's Christians like you. It's people like you. Now, sometimes there's, there's stock in it where someone has been hurt Okay. Multiple times in a similar way. Sometimes there's just people who are really immature and don't know how to process Mm -hmm. boundaries and grace and they don't understand the language of love. But, you know, you have to know that there's a little bit of truth to that every time. I don't take personal responsibility like, oh, wow, I'm (laughs) the reason that they're never going to know Jesus. They fell Um, because of me. Yeah. And at the same time, when somebody responds to you differently, like, wow, you're different than other Christians. Don't take that personally either. Come on. Because it is God's kindness that kindness. See, I can't speak. She was making fun of me. And here we go. I don't like ugly (laughs) kindness. God's kindness that leads us to repentance. That's right. It's not our kindness. That's right. It does the changing. It's God working through us. It's his Holy Spirit softening the other person. But it's easy to t- take either of those two personally and to say, wow, because I was nice exercising my fruit of my spirit. Exactly. Um, this person wants to come to church. And I've heard people say this. I've yeah. heard I've heard mean Christians and rude Christians say things like this about individuals as a way to justify their rudeness. Well, but I tithe and I'm the reason this person started coming to church, completely misunderstanding that it is God's kindness That's that is right. meant to lead you to repentance. And so when we're dealing with people in our lives who who usually don't know the Lord and mm-hmm. don't know scripture and don't understand, don't have the Holy Spirit, and we're coming to them with niceness, rudeness, or kindness, we have to be really careful to to temper our our actions and our words with the word of God and to That's know right where we stand with that and to admit like when we've done wrong, I know that there've been many times where someone's pointed out to me like, Kelly Joe, the way you said that, like that's kind of rude. Like, you know what? My heart was not in the right place when I said that. Mm. I may not have been wrong in saying what I said, but the way that I said it was wrong. You know what? You're right. Repentance is needed. Mm -hmm. But if I were to go about and say, well, what about all the other people that I've led to Jesus or that I've done this? and completely disregard my sin, mm-hmm. that will only lead me into more rudeness down the line. Yep. Yeah. No, that's good. I think I think you hit the nail right on the head. Take that nail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, um, honestly, this whole episode has been practicality. Yeah. Um, we don't, I don't think we need a separate practical no. deal. Stop but being rude. Quit being rude, y'all. Um, know that, as Kylie Jo said, as the word says, it is the Lord's kindness that leads people to repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, you will never, I repeat, never um, bully or be rude enough to someone that they're like, wow, I should follow their Jesus. Or they even, not, not even that, or wow, I should be friends with them. Wow, I should spend more time with this person. Wow, I should listen to this person when they give me mm-hmm. advice. Like even, ta- I'm not saying take Jesus out of it, but like, <laughs> you know, you got stages of things. Like, yeah. 
for right. someone to even listen to you and, and hear what you have to say to them about their life. Yeah. Well, you have some, and take using that um, frame, you have people that will say, I don't need to be friends with people. They need to follow Jesus. I've heard this from believers. Um, That's false. The thing is, like, nobody's going to care about the Jesus you say you proclaim if all you're doing is being rude to them. True. That's it. No, True. Nobody wants to follow, like, I, I've never in my life been guilted or insulted into um, hanging out with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Not since I was a kid. Because <laughs> you're a kid. They're like, if you don't play hopscotch, you smell. You can't come to my birthday party. You're like, fine, I want to play hopscotch. Um, <laughs> I like cake. <laughs> I like birthdays. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you found value in this at all, please, please, please share this. Uh, please check out our other episodes. Please yeah. subscribe. I'll let somebody know about the Nick Smith podcast. Yeah. We didn't really go into like what this stain is like in the church. We've done some like oh, yeah. analogies and, and I don't know. I feel like rudeness is like that. Like when you get grape juice mm-hmm. and like, I'm just thinking of like little kids, little kids spill their grape juice and they like, it's like sticky and it's mm-hmm. everywhere. And like every time, like maybe they wipe it up with a, a, a towel, but they don't really clean it. Yeah. It's just sticky there every Ooh, time you go back. I got an analogy for rudeness. I like it already. <laughs> I already like That's it. That's why I married her, y'all. She got my back. Um, rudeness is like a mildew smell. You know, because like you can, you ever pull a shirt out of the washing machine and you put it in the dryer and it looks great, looks fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you put it on even maybe for five, ten minutes and it's fine. But eventually it comes out and you never want to wear that shirt as long as that's, and you may yeah. wash it. There are some things you can use to get that smell out. But if you just like throw it in a regular detergent or if your shirts get old, your clothes get old and they carry that like mm-hmm. dank smell. Dank. Dank. I, I don't use the word dank enough. It's a good word. I like the word dank. Um, but yeah, that kind of reminds me of rudeness because mm. when you operate in the church, when you're in there, everything may look fine at first. And then you start seeing rude people and it's like, man, the church is, yeah. it's, it's feeding people. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It's great music, but there's something, ab- I don't feel comfortable in here. I don't Nobody's, like nobody's people. smiling. Everybody's saved by grace, but they have not told their face. They said none to their face. They're looking at me like I don't belong. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You may not think to yourself, I'm going to be rude to this person today because most of the time we don't think of ourselves that way. We're always the hero or the victim. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the self-awareness. And there's another episode we have about being self-aware. Yes, you should totally true. watch it. It is true. You yes. Have to find that. Yes. You should watch or listen to it. But to have the self-awareness and maturity and the Holy Spirit connection mm. to be able to discern that, you know what? I didn't mean that in a rude way or I wasn't trying to disparage this person, but but the way that I did that yeah. was definitely a turnoff for them. Like this, this is something that could lead them to doubt something about this, um, this whole church thing, this whole Jesus, this life. whole Jesus life. Yeah, that's good. And again, not wanting to put like, it's not on us, but this is something that's become a stain in the church to where y'all, we don't want people knowing us by our rudeness. He that's says, right. they will know you are Christians by the way that you love one another. That's right. That's the first way. But also by the way that we interact with the world, by the way that we love and what and serve. Mm-hmm. And not let corrupting things come out of our mouths. That's right. That's good. 
That's good stuff. So, y'all, don't be rude. This has been the Nick Smith Podcast. Mm -hmm. We hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.